all gonna die. But why not make it fun? Howdy there, I'm Ben. You might know me from my YouTube channel, Ben of the Week. I'm the host of the I Almost Died podcast. It's a weekly show where I tell the tales of the multiple brushes with death that I've had throughout my life. I also bring on fun guests to share their near-death experiences as well. Each Wednesday, we sit down and reminisce on the memories we have of almost becoming memories ourselves. So go ahead and pause whatever podcast you're listening to right now and go subscribe to the I Almost Died podcast. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. See ya! Hello, everyone! Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Adrian Finch, and I'm your host. And today, we're going to talk about this phenomenon of time flying by quickly. Ugh, the dreaded realization that oh my god time flies so fast and what to do when you feel like you are not progressing that you haven't done a whole lot since the last time you realized time was flying fast and then I'm going to give you guys two very specific and proven solutions for combating this feeling and for living a much happier life stay tuned my name is Adrian Finch and I believe wholeheartedly that anyone from any background can create the success and happiness that they want. With my proven productivity hacks, business tactics, and a little mindset coaching, this podcast will unlock your greatest potential and transform you into the CEO of your own life, business, happiness, and success. So what are you waiting for? This is the Self-Made CEO Podcast. Welcome back to the Self-Made CEO Podcast. I'm Adrienne Finch, as I already said. How are you guys doing? I am having actually a really good day, which I feel like lately, just the last couple weeks, I just feel like I've been having a lot of kind of crappy days. And that doesn't happen to me very often, so it's really kind of strange. But I just feel like it was one of those weeks last week, and we had the 4th of July. That was so much fun. I hope you guys all had fun on the 4th. But I don't know, after that, just things just felt overwhelming and kind of negative and stressful. But I feel like I'm out of that funk. It's interesting too. I've talked to a lot of other people who also felt like they were kind of in a funk. And then of course the whole, you know, excuse and reason is, well, Mercury is in retrograde. Have you guys heard that? Mercury's in retrograde. So apparently that's why. I'm I mean, I'm hoping that's why, but I also I know that sometimes shit just happens. So that's kind of how I've been feeling lately. But today I'm recording this episode on a Friday. It is beautiful out. It is sunny and warm. I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling really happy. Even though I do have a lot of work and I'm a little bit overwhelmed, I'm feeling pretty good. So I hope you guys are having a really good day. Today's episode was very much inspired by how I've been feeling lately, which is a little bit overwhelmed. I've been just so confused at how fast time has been flying by. I cannot believe it's almost, I mean, it is the middle of July. I look back and I think, what did I do in June? Was June even a month? Did we just skip June? I literally don't know what I did in June. Couldn't tell you. And I feel like this is kind of a curse of mine. I tend to really acknowledge and focus on time flying by quickly and feeling like anxious about it, feeling like I haven't done much with my time. And it's a problem. It's definitely a weakness of mine. I know it's not healthy and I know it's not great. So I've been really reflecting lately on how I can change this. How can I, you know, worry so much less about time flying by? And how can I stop assigning a negative meaning to this? So I felt like this was a relatable topic. I don't know if I'm the only one, but time has just been soaring, soaring by. And if I look at this time last year, I just, sometimes I feel like, what have I done in that year? Like, have I progressed at all? And the answer, of course, is yes, I have. So 
I'm here today to kind of let you guys know two major, major solutions for combating this feeling and for having just a better, more positive outlook on time flying by. And hopefully you guys can implement some of these strategies into your everyday life. So even if you don't feel like time flies by or if you don't think it's a negative thing, I'm still going to be talking about things that are going to help you anyway. I'm talking about gratitude and I'm talking about how to kind of force yourself to slow down in life and why these things can make you so much happier, so much more successful and just they can help you to progress so much more. So without without further ado, let's just get right on into it. So as I said, it's one of my biggest weaknesses, constantly acknowledging that time flies by and assigning a negative meaning to it. So remember that I talked about in a couple episodes ago, I talked about the fact that it is up to you. You are responsible for the meaning that you assign to things that happen to you or things that happen in life. It's up to you the way that you assign meaning, what you make that say about you, about your life, about your ability to thrive, succeed, be happy. It's all up to you. So what I realized about kind of this flaw of mine is that I'm letting time flying by quickly be a bad thing. I'm letting that tell me that I'm letting time go by without doing enough. I'm not progressing. I'm not succeeding. I'm just not doing enough. And the reality is that's not true. I've actually done a lot in the last year. And I realize it's only happening. I'm only feeling this way because I am assigning that meaning. I'm the one telling myself I haven't progressed enough or all those things. No one else is saying it. Everyone else is saying congratulations for all that you've done. It's so inspiring to see what you're doing. And I'm sitting here sometimes genuinely like unable to take the compliment. I'm like, really? I feel like I haven't done anything. I'm all anxious about time flying by. So it's completely self-destructive and it's completely avoidable. This is something I can fix and this is something you can fix if you feel this way about time flying or about anything else in life. I should be enjoying the moment. That's what I should be doing, not freaking out about the fact that it's already halfway through July, you know? So as I mentioned, if you're someone who finds yourself doing this as well, I have two solid things that you can do today, starting now, to really help change your mindset. And I want to emphasize, I've said this before, but this podcast, what's really important to me, you guys, is that you can actually step away from these episodes and feel like, man, I have something that I can do or think about right now that can change my life. Of course, talking about things on different episodes is inspiring and it can be motivational, but I want to do more than just inspire. I actually want to give you guys tangible action items that you can take to actually start achieving these goals or to start implementing these practices into your life. So I appreciate all the feedback you guys have given me. It's really helped me shape future episodes and just hearing what you guys like and don't like. So remember, you can always DM on Instagram at the self-made CEO or email me at podcast at gmail.com. I've been loving reading your stuff. Anyway, all right. So solution number one is to force yourself to slow down. Now that sounds very broad, but I'm going to really get into what does this mean and what can we do every day to help us slow down? I think with constant stimulation in our lives with social media, with normal media, TV shows, texts, calls, work, there's just so much stimulation. We're constantly on devices. We're constantly being shown advertisements. We're constantly being fed different ideas and different beliefs. And it's a lot. It's a lot and it's very overwhelming. And I think that's something that 
we have to do in this day and age that people didn't have to do before is really learn how to slow down and to be in the moment and to not let all those external stimuli affect you negatively. And and this is definitely something I've noticed lately. Like, wow, I'm constantly overstimulated. I have way too many emails and texts and calls and advertisements and the radio and my car's messy and my house is messy. And I just sometimes need to remember to slow down. It's okay to slow down, especially if you live in a city. If you live in a small town, I feel like sometimes maybe it's easier to feel like you are slowing down because there's not as much going on around you. I know when I go on a vacation or I go somewhere where it's more quiet and relaxing, like I did that in June with my dad. I went to a wellness retreat in Arizona and it was like, oh my God, it was as if time just stopped. It was as if time actually physically slowed down. So if you aren't in that type of situation, if you live in a busy city where it's always sunny and everyone's always on the go and people have big hopes and dreams like in Los Angeles, everyone's like competing to do the next thing and it's very overwhelming. So I encourage you guys to try to slow down and here are some ways you can do that. Number one, this is actually a psychological technique. My parents both have told me about it before. I'm unsure what it's called, so we're just going to talk about it, but One thing that really helps relieve anxiety and stress and it helps you to slow down is to specifically go on a walk like in nature or on your street or even if you can't go on a walk, like sit down in one place in your house, outside, whatever, and just notice what's around you. But I mean quite literally, like close your eyes and think, actually think about what are you smelling? What smells do you smell that you don't normally notice? What sounds are you hearing? Do you normally hear the sounds? Are you noticing any sounds that you don't normally hear? Can you taste anything? I mean, if you're not eating, you probably won't be tasting anything. And then open your eyes. What do you see when you don't have your phone on you, when you aren't, you know, on your computer, you're not working? Look around. And I encourage this to be kind of a walk. Taking a morning walk in the neighborhood without your phone can be so helpful in slowing down. My roommate Morgan has been doing that a bunch lately and I really want to hop on that train because I think that is so helpful in all of this. So go on a little walk if you can and just put your phone down and just observe nature. And it sounds silly or boring kind of, but I promise you this is like a proven thing that really just helps you to slow down. It's almost like meditation, but you're actually just hyper-focusing on things that you wouldn't normally think about. You're distracting your brain. Yeah, so notice everything that your senses are seeing. What are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you feeling? And I want to tell you guys a little story about something that really helped me today. So today I was in the morning feeling a little bit overwhelmed. I had gotten a little bit of a late start on the day. I had a bunch of work I needed to do, but it was Friday, so I didn't want to be working into the night. I wanted to be relaxing, but I had to go pick up a prescription. My prescription was ready. I needed it, and I was like, shoot, I don't want to take a break in my work. Uh, I have so much to do, but I need to go get this pill, this pill, <laughs> this prescription. <laughs> it's not one pill. Uh, my prescription. So I said, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to be very quick. I'm not going to get distracted, all right? So I went to CVS. There wasn't any parking, so I parked at Target, which was like two blocks down the road. And I noticed as I was driving into the parking lot that there were a bunch of people in blue shirts, and I could read that their shirts said UNICEF. And so I was like, oh no, people are probably going to try to stop me and try to talk. And I don't know why my immediate reaction was like, oh no. I think it was just because I was kind of in a rush, and I didn't want to be distracted, and I didn't want to, you know, be even later to my work. So I parked and I kind of knew, all right, I'm going to have to avoid. And what's interesting is typically I'm the kind of person that will stop and talk to people like 
all the time. My friends used to make fun of me because we'd walk through a mall and I would be that person that stops at a kiosk where someone's trying to like sell you a hair straightener (laughs) and they're like, Adrian, literally we don't have time for this. And I'm like, no, but I want to listen. So typically I'm someone that's very, you know, eager to talk to people and meet new people and just hear what people have to say. But lately, like not even lately, just today or being stressed or being overwhelmed or when you're on a time crunch, it's harder to want to slow down and actually talk to someone. So I parked and I walked over to CVS and I saw this girl. I knew she was going to approach me. But instead of telling her like, so sorry, I don't have time. I actually just decided to listen to what she had to say. And listening to her story was very just eye-opening. She was talking to me about UNICEF. She was talking to me about this cause she's fighting for, why she's out here on the street today, what they're trying to get, and who it's helping. And I realized something. It's so important sometimes to just slow down and notice what's around you and notice that you aren't the only one in the world or you're not the only one in your town and that there are problems greater than your own and that everyone is going through things. I may have felt like I was in a rush today, but at the end of the day was me needing to get back and you know, record this podcast episode so much more important than me taking 20 minutes listening to how there's malnutrition in the world and how some simple, a simple donation can help feed a child, you know? So I ended up actually not giving a monetary donation because I like to do a lot of research before I sign up for things like that, but I instead vowed to share this message with my audience Um, on YouTube or Instagram whichever way I end up doing so and encourage other people to donate if they can or to educate themselves on it so anyway I just want to say I stopped and talked to her today because I thought about my podcast and I thought about how badly I want people to listen to it how badly I want to help people and how badly I want to impact people and I realized something how can I expect people to listen to what I have to say or to be impacted by what I have to say If I'm not giving others a chance to impact me, right? If I had walked right by her, I wouldn't have heard the cause that she's fighting for. And I wouldn't have gotten to tell her that I was proud of her for being on the streets and for fighting for something greater than herself. And though I didn't make that donation, you know, what she said to me did impact me. And it did make me want to go do more and want to impact people even better. And I just feel like there's this mirror effect. How can I expect people to want to listen to me or to you know, purchase my products or to be impacted by me or to trust me if I am not willing to do that for others. If I'm not putting myself in their shoes and saying, you know what, I'm going to listen to them. So to tie this back with time going by so fast, something like today just helped me to slow down and it also helped me to realize that I need to do that more often. It helped me enjoy the current moment and not be so worried about getting my work done on time, getting home. Like I said, was getting home 20 minutes later than expected going to drastically alter my life in a negative way? No, not at all. And sometimes I just say, screw it. And I was like, yes, tell me your story. And it felt good. I'm not saying you need to go do that every day, but just I encourage you to try things like this to really force yourself to slow down. So go on a walk, observe nature, do anything you can to just slow your own time down. Don't be constantly anticipating something in the future, right? So that's number one. And number two, the number two solution for this, and this is the big one. We There are so many topics within this topic to cover, and I know we won't get to all of them today, but it all has to do with gratitude. Gratitude is, oh my gosh, the absolute key in achieving your dreams and manifesting things that you want being grateful again it's that mirror effect 
being grateful for what you have and being grateful for what other people are doing for you. How can people be grateful for you and your content and your service or your business if you aren't grateful for others' services and businesses that help you? Remember the law of attraction. And if you need to refer back to my episode about manifestation, I highly, highly encourage it. It's a very popular episode. So remember the law of attraction. Like attracts like. If you're focusing on the things that you have not done in life or the thing, the ways in which you have not progressed, then your subconscious mind will bring more of that into your life. If you instead flip that and focus on the things that you have done and actually like consciously notice the things that you have done and say thank you, then you will attract more of that into your life. And what I have found for me, the reason that I'm struggling with this is I'm so focused on the things I haven't done or the ways in which I have not progressed to the point where I almost forget how much I actually have done. Like I was sitting here a couple of months ago. Now I've been, you know, improving this a lot. But I was sitting there a couple of months ago and I was literally like, Adrian, you have done nothing. Like you are a piece of crap. You're in the same place you were last year. And then I said, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me sit here and actually try to think and list out on paper. What are the things I have done in the last year? And I realized it was a lot of things. I started this freaking podcast. <laughs> That's huge. It's huge. Like I wasn't even thinking about that. There have been so many things that I've done, even if they're little things. And by focusing on what you haven't done, you're not even remembering the things you've done. So I'm going to give you a couple of actionable ways to express gratitude, not only to yourself, but to others and how to just train your brain to be more grateful. Because like I said, with gratitude, by expressing, you know, I'm so appreciative that I launched my podcast this year, like more things like that will come into my life versus if I'm like, I really wish I had done more this year. Then remember, your subconscious brain can't tell the difference between what you want and what you don't want. So if you say, I had too much work to do this year, or I had too many pointless meetings, your brain is just seeing, oh, pointless meetings. Okay, you're focused on that. We want more of those. Instead of you saying, I increased my number of efficient, effective meetings, then your brain's like, great, we want more efficient, effective meetings. So just it's as easy as kind of flipping your language and both writing down and expressing outwardly to yourself and to others that you are grateful and that you are appreciative of what's happening. So ultimately being grateful is a way of life. It's a lifestyle change, but it doesn't happen overnight. The goal is that by practicing these little rituals that I'm going to give you, you'll ultimately adapt this naturally into your life and you won't even have to think about it you're just going to be more grateful your, your brain will be trained to just pick out those things that you're grateful for that progress you've made and it'll just know to be grateful for it and you'll attract more into your life and it'll be this exponential progression so here are the things you can do to work on expressing gratitude because you know it sounds easy but really it's it's not you know, it's not easy to just immediately be like, oh yeah, but I am grateful. You actually have to out loud train your brain to be thinking about it. So the first thing is to say positive affirmations. And you may have heard this before. It sounds a little woo woo, hippy, hippy, dippy, dippy, but you know that I love this stuff. And this was like the furthest from anything I ever wanted to try when I first heard it. And then I realized it's so easy. I love it. I do it all the time. So if you're a type A, like you need to be organized, have a plan like me, then I suggest doing this. I suggest grabbing a piece of paper and writing down all, first of all, I suggest writing two things or like two pieces of paper, two sections. One being 
I am's. So saying I am talented, I am loved, I am a hard worker, I am, you know, whatever it is, I am disciplined, I am creative. Write down those. And then on the other piece of paper, write down kind of the goals that you have, but in the form of I have. So I have a million subscribers. I have loving friends and family. I have the new car that I always dreamed of or whatever. So even if you don't have the things yet, write it down in the form of I have. And then what you're going to do is I suggest keeping these pieces of paper kind of next to your bed or something. And then one time at night before bed and one time first thing in the morning. So it should be right before you sleep and right when you wake up, either in your head or out loud, say these to yourself. So read the whole list and actually be thinking about it as you're reading it. Don't just kind of like mindlessly read it and then for the for the sheet with the I haves so that I have my new car or whatever after each sentence say thank you say I have the car I always wanted thank you so and I'm not religious at all by the way like literally at all so it's kind of hard because I don't like pray or anything like I'm not religious but I almost want to develop like my own way of praying that just has to do with gratitude because essentially it's the same thing you're you're just you're thanking the universe in my mind you're thanking the universe for what it has given you and for what you have achieved so I personally keep this list by my bed of affirmations and I genuinely believe them about myself and by saying it it, it's like I do believe them but by repeatedly saying it it's repeatedly encouraging my subconscious that like this is who I am and this is what I want more of so I highly recommend doing that and again too it's like another thing this helps with is just discipline a lot of, you know, successful people talk about having routines and rituals. And if you can incorporate something as small as this, it takes like literally 15 seconds. If you can force yourself every night and every morning to do this, you're developing a ritual. And by developing a ritual in one area of your life, you will be able to develop a ritual in other areas of your life. What's with Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew is like a zip line of incredible flavor directly into your brain. Mountain Dew is like getting punched in the mouth with pure neon refreshment that creates a neural explosion sending flavor shards of electric brain pulses into your very core of being. Okay, maybe that's a little over the top, but you get the idea. The fact is, the mind-bending challenge of describing the taste of Mountain Dew is way harder than just experiencing it. That, of course, is easy. Just grab an ice-cold Dew, crack it open, and toss them back. Mountain Dew. Do the Dew. Hi, I'm Haley, And I'm Kat. And together, we make beauty news so beauty news is a podcast where we discuss new release makeup and beauty products we can be quite rough on the new releases but that's because we buy a lot of makeup we use a lot of makeup and we'd like to cut out the trash so if you want to keep up to date with the makeup releases and occasionally hear us rant and rave about things that we don't like mm-hmm. um, we are here every week So grab yourself a glass of wine, put the kids to bed, and come check us out. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Let's have a good time. Beauty news. Beauty news, yeah. The second way that you can kind of practice being grateful and I mentioned this in episode seven a little bit, is there are little ways that you can change your language, change the way you speak that will attract more positivity and success into your lives. 
One example of this is replacing I'm sorry's with thank yous as much as you possibly can. So a great example of this, this is something that I used to do all the time and I have completely changed it, is I'm not the best with communication sometimes. I get a lot of emails, I get a lot of texts, and sometimes I can't respond right away. And it really eats me up inside. I hate it. It it makes me anxious that I can't be a good communicator. It makes me anxious that people view me as someone who's hard to get in touch with. And I've talked about this before. But something that really, really helped me is instead of answering emails almost routinely with, hi, so-and-so, so sorry for the delay, or like, my apologies for the delay, and then I usually follow it with some reason why it was delayed, like, I had a crazy week, or like, so sorry for the delay, I was sick all last week. Instead of doing that, I now just say, hi, Megan, thank you so much for your patience, or like, thank you for following up, yes, all sounds good. Like actually thanking people for being patient and thanking people for following up versus apologizing for you not being there. It's just way more of like a positive outlook. Like not only is the other person kind of like, oh, like you're welcome. Okay, great. You're recognizing that they did something good for you, which makes them feel good. And it's not, I, I just think that when you say like, sorry for the delay or I was sick or talking about negative things, it just sets this negative tone. So just simply switching your wording and making something more positive than negative can just really help with all of this. It helps you slow down. It helps you just be more grateful, which in turn helps you slow down. (laughs) So I highly recommend doing that. And then the third and final thing that you can do is you can actually use kind of a structured system for outwardly writing or thinking about your gratitude. So there are several journals and notebooks out there that can help with this practice. I actually ultimately want to make my own like branded self-made CEO type of planner or journal. But until then, I really recommend the five minute journal. I will leave a link down in the show notes if you guys want to get one. I have it. It's awesome. Basically, you spend five minutes in the morning and at night reflecting on the good things that happened in your day. So it's basically just asking you to list out the things that you were grateful for that day. But not only that, but in the beginning of the journal, they give you a lot of kind of research on why doing this is important. And so you can kind of read that, but I'm just going to read what it asks you to do. So basically at the top of each page, you write the date and it also has a really interesting quote, like some sort of inspirational quote. Um, My quote for today is never go to sleep without a request to your subconscious, Thomas Edison. And that is actually perfectly aligned with what we're talking about right now. So I love that quote. But then what it does is it has two sections, the morning part and the night part. And it's very, very simple. First, in the morning, you write three things you are grateful for. It says, I am grateful for with three lines. It also says, what would make today great with three lines? And then daily affirmations with two lines. It says, I am. So that's exactly what we were talking about. You say, I am smart. I am lovable. I am fit or whatever. And then the nighttime one, it says three amazing things that happened today. With three lines, you list three things. And then two lines that say, how could I have made today even better? And I want to emphasize when you answer that question, you don't want to say anything in the negative. You don't want to say, I shouldn't have eaten so much. Because remember, your subconscious doesn't know the difference between wanting and not wanting. So it'll just focus on the eating so much and it'll bring more of that into your life. So instead, you should word that in a positive sense. So how could I have made today better? You can say, uh, using my communication skills to help my friend solve a problem or something. Um, literally, it can be anything. But anyway, so I love that journal because, again, it's it's kind of helping with the ritual and, and the self-discipline. But, you know, it's not that hard to do. So if that's something that's easier for you to implement by kind of having a system, having a notebook, then absolutely do that. 
So today was a little bit shorter of an episode. I didn't want to fully, fully get into these topics yet. I This was very um, just relevant to what was going on in my current day, what was going on for me today. And the biggest thing I just want to emphasize is that A, you are in control and you are responsible for how you are assigning meaning to things. So for example, I was assigning a negative meaning with time flying by so quickly and it is up to me to shift that. It's up to me to assign a different meaning. And then I also just wanted to talk about one way to do that. One way to shift that is to force yourself to slow down, whether this means having a conversation with a barista at a coffee shop or talking to someone on the street trying to sell you something or just taking a walk in your neighborhood, observing nature, really just slowing down, putting your devices away. And then lastly, we talked about gratitude. How to express gratitude versus always feeling like you haven't progressed or you're missing something or you didn't do this, you didn't do that. Instead, understanding how we can be thankful for what we have done and what we do have. And ways you can do that are positive affirmations before bed, on your sheet that you write down and just by changing your wording every day in life and and maybe write these down as you're practicing them because you may not remember right away to always do this but maybe write it down look at it put it on your desk whatever say replace I'm sorry with thank you or something like that you know just little reminders here and there so today was a shorter episode I hope you guys liked it you guys know the drill I'm on Instagram I'm on email We're going to do some more manifestation episodes in the future because you guys really loved that. I'm so glad you guys are here. I hope you're having an amazing summer. I love you all. And if you ever have any episode suggestions or things that you want me to go more in detail on, please, please, please let me know. Feedback is always welcome. I may actually be adding someone to my team soon. So someone who will be able to help with email communication, with DMs, everything like that. So I really encourage you guys to get involved, write a review if you can, or even just click on that little star to give it a rating, hopefully five stars, cross my fingers. (laughs) But that is all for today's episode. I love you guys so much. Thanks for watching and I will catch you next time. Bye. Rockstar Energy is giving one lucky winner a trip to Las Vegas. To enter, text Vegas to 59570 for your chance to win an all-inclusive trip to Las Vegas from Rockstar Energy. Again, that's V-E-G-A-S to 59570. A confirmation text will be sent. Standard message and data rates apply. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cashback one more time. We match all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply.